Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing this show now for two and a half years, and I'm so happy that so many people are listening to me regularly around the world. So thank you. Thank you for being loyal and supporting me with this show. And of course, that makes me very, very happy because I'm able to teach people that I never will physically meet. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing that we have the web, that we have ways to connect with telephones and that we can fly in a plane, we can go anywhere as fast as we possibly can. Just imagine how it was 200 years ago and for example, if you wanted to go over to England or from England to America, you had to reserve passage on a ship and be prepared to take a week, two weeks, whatever it took to get where you wanted to get. And if we go back, you know, another 2,000 years, okay, we had to walk everywhere or pull a cart with all our belongings in and go over rocky mountains to get wherever we wanted to get. So small wonder that locals only bothered to walk a couple of miles up the road or down the road to the next village and then stay over because they're exhausted. So what's my point? My point is that throughout history, throughout time, we have all been entwined in some way emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And it's not until we actually move out of our comfort zone that we actually go to places we haven't been before that we begin to say, wow, I never thought that life could be like this. I never thought that something could be different. And then when we experience whatever that difference is, for example, cultures or ideas about philosophy and theology, or even how to cook some vegetable that you've known for years and suddenly you're finding out that you can cook it differently with spices or with herbs, whereas before it was plain, it's going to make a difference to you. So what I'm looking at now is to tell you that I have written a new book. Yes, I've loved writing this book and actually I want to be honest and say we wrote the book. Yes, I channeled it with spirit in my head and the title is Einstein's Theory of Quantum Entanglement, a Paranormal Point of View. Big subject. Yes, and I actually was led through my life and through my stories in the book to bring you to an understanding of what quantum entanglement is. When Einstein tapped into the idea of splitting a photon, a molecule, or anything else that you want to think of that's happened today, he was saying that while you interfere with one part that's separated from the other half, while you're interfering with it, it may rotate in a clockwise direction, meaning that the other half will respond and probably rotate in the opposite direction. Now, that opened up lots of ideas to lots of scientists all over the world. And, of course, when anybody is starting to explore a new topic, we begin to think about time and space. So I included that in this new book, Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View. 
And I would like to remind all of you who've been listening and following me that you can download all my books, ebooks that is, from Amazon.com or AuthorHouse.com. And hopefully I'll have this new book, Quantum Entanglement, up and running, ready for you to download as an ebook in about another five or six weeks. But in the meantime, yes, you can get a soft copy from Amazon or Author House. So let me come back to why I wrote this book. The bottom line is, over the years of my life, I've had so many experiences where I've been sort of touching other people's lives in some way, shape or form and experiencing myself within them. Meaning that as I sit with someone and I say, you know, I feel your pain. I literally can feel their pain. And of course we empathize and we sympathize and we, we get into a state of companionship with people we know. But what about people in another country, miles, thousands of miles around the world away from you, in a place that you would never go to and never likely to go to? The web helps you connect with those people, doesn't it? You make friends, you do business online. But something more subtly is going on. Under quantum entanglement, you are connected to that person long before you find them on the web. So let's be very physical for a minute. You're walking down the street and you're thinking about different things you have to do for the day and suddenly you get a sharp pain in your side and you think, oh, I must have carried too heavy a load yesterday or, you know, I need to change hands. This is too heavy. The thing that I'm carrying is causing this pain. But actually, what you might be feeling is someone being shot in their side in another country or stabbed. Or maybe they've had a car accident in another town in the country that you live in. And you do not know the circumstances of that person's life, but suddenly, along with that feeling of pain, comes an emotion, like something bad's happened. You know, I'm concerned. And of course, in your own way, you're going to rationalize that it might be one of your family members and immediately call everyone, only to find out they're all safe. Well, quantum entanglement allows you in collective consciousness to be affected by anyone else on this planet. Now you might say, well that's strange, you know, never thought about relating a pain or an emotion to someone I've never met. But what about the news when it comes? For example, there are lots of people in the world that did not know about Michael Jackson. That sounds incredulous, doesn't it, that nobody knew about him. But, you know, there are people living in Africa in their huts, miles away from anywhere, don't have his music, don't have any videos, but suddenly they have a feeling a great person has ended their life. And without knowing why, they go into a mourning circle and they talk to the moon and the stars and to their spirit guides and say, please accept this soul back into God's hands. They do it because they have a feeling, a feeling that they belong to something and there's been a disruptive energy 
in the force that we call God's divine love. You know, you might be thinking right now, well, what about all my pains that I've had? I do want to say quite clearly here that, you know, of course you have your own pains and you need to take notice of them. But if these pains come suddenly and disappear suddenly, they're usually belonging to someone else. And so don't always think that everything is bad, but rather ask yourself behind that sudden pain, or it could be a sudden emotion, what's going on here? Is it mine? Or does it belong to someone else? And the psychic self in you will say, I know the difference. I know if it's mine or someone else. Now, when I wrote Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View, I had been teaching a course on this very subject in Japan and had no idea that I was going to write this book. And when I went home that night, spirit guides told me that they wanted this to be a book that everyone in the world would have an opportunity to read. I really didn't have any concept of how enormous quantum entanglement is. Now, let's talk about time and space. If you lived in a past life, say 1600 AD, common era, and you suddenly found yourself today feeling like you're wearing the clothes of someone in that period, does that mean that it's a spirit guide? Or could it mean that you're relating to one of your past lives? Or could it mean that you're tuning to someone who's in a film that they're making during that period that is in some way emotionally connected to you in modern times? Or could it mean, even more sensory, that in the oneness, time and space means that that 1600 period is also now? Well, for us, it's kind of hard to think about those historic events being current with us today. But it's also important to realize that we are actually able to mentally and emotionally focus on anything we want to and conjure up images. And when we conjure up those images, we can project them into a reality, fantasy, illusion, or something beyond our normal understanding. Now, here's another example of quantum entanglement, which I actually had an effect on me in England, a place where there's no earthquakes, a place where it's absolutely safe. I'm actually putting some cakes in the oven when all of a sudden it seems to me as though my house is shaking, it's going to fall down, and I feel as though I've been thrown into a thousand pieces. So immediately I had an awful dread, an awful sense of something terrible. And I felt that I was damaged and that my body couldn't move for a minute, and I just stood there with my cookies going into the oven waiting for it to pass. And then when it was clear, I went out and I sat down and I thought, what just happened? And my spirit guides said to me, a very bad plane accident. Well, I put on the TV and sure enough, I heard that a plane had in fact crashed on its way to France and that many mums who were on a day's outing had gone 
against their children's wishes because their children had been playing up the night before and screaming, don't leave me, don't leave me. But they went anyway, except for two mothers who stayed home because their child was such a nuisance. They lived, the others died. And I felt them, I felt them in their moment of passing, the tragedy that happened. At that time, I'm just thinking, okay, my spirit guides are linking with me and they're using me to help heal those people as they pass over from the shock, the fear, the pain, the anger, the loss of life. And I did my healing work. But now, all these years later, I realize that there were people on that plane who were part of my group. Now, you might say, what group? You know, how many groups are there in the world? Should we measure them all? Should we count them all? And the bottom line is that we as individuals come to the earth in a group formation to integrate throughout the world, even though we may never meet one another, which explains why so many of us have the same ideas at the same time, have the emotional ups and downs at the same time, and integrate with the effects of the planets and the earth at the same time, but we all come out a little differently. We might see things rounded instead of square, up and down, in and out, on and off. I talk quite a bit about this in the book. And while I'm talking about books, I want to remind everyone else that I do have nine other books published and I'm working on another one too about my crystal healing therapies. So if you're a reader, and you like my work and you like this show, perhaps you'd also like to go to watch me on YouTube. Yes, I have lots of videos on YouTube. You can find me youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Dr. Margaret. And you'll find there that some of my videos are called Journey into an Unknown World and some are just Dr. Margaret talking. But whatever you're going to find, you're going to find it in English and, of course, English and Japanese. And if you think someone else would love to either listen to this show or any other of my shows and the videos, please do feel free to recommend them to other people. In fact, you can be empathetic and sympathetic with me and together we can share and help hundreds and thousands of people around the world and that's my goal. The more I share the shows, the more I reach people, the more those people can help other people and so on. And what are we doing? We are experiencing quantum entanglement. In my book, I use a noodle as an example. You know, Chinese noodles all wrapped up together. You can't tell where the beginning and end is. You can't tell whether there's separate strings or all one string. Well, the bottom line is, in quantum entanglement, our energies integrate. We f ebb and flow like the ocean. We force energy to expand and become more, and then we force energy to contract and we reduce and become less. We must ebb and flow in order to grow. And of course, growth comes out in us not only anatomically, mentally and physically, but also spiritually. And of course, with that, more understanding 
of our emotions. And while I'm talking about emotions, I do want to remind you that if you are in need of help, I do have an offering, which is one question emailed to me, and I'll answer it in type for you free. But if you'd like to have a very detailed reading with me, you can go to my website, www.sumaricenter.com. That's S for sugar, U, M for mother, A, R, I, S for sugar, C, E, N, T, E, R.com. And go to the reading page and you'll see all the different kinds of readings that I can offer. And though you may think, well, I want to ask this particular type of reading, but I also want this particular type of reading, don't worry, we can mix them up. All you have to do is write to me at Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com and I will give you the reading that you need channeled by your spirit guides with mine. And I'm happy to say over the years, the hundreds and thousands, I mean hundreds of thousands, I should say, of readings that I've done over 50 plus years of public work has been amazing for me. So many experiences have helped me to become a better teacher and, of course, a better student of the spiritual matters of the oneness. So coming back now to quantum entanglement, I'd like you to think of how energy can flow along an electrical circuit board. It's going to rush around and it's going to sort itself out in some way that most of us don't understand and somehow up comes an image on your computer and it's exactly the image that you want. Well, quantum entanglement works in the oneness this way. Everything that we all are and ever will be is present now and everything that you think might be manifesting in your future has already been placed in the oneness waiting for you to perceive the way to connect with it use it and be productive with it. Now, this is a time of change. This is a time when the planets are forcing us to break away from old habits, old routines, old rituals, old religious beliefs, old philosophies, and awaken to new ideas about ourselves and how we integrate with all the people around the world. Now, I mentioned earlier that someone could be walking down the road and get shot and you don't even know that and suddenly you have a sharp pain in your side that goes as suddenly as it turns up. Well, it also happens with your idea. So it's not unusual for hundreds of people all over the world to get the same idea at the same time. But what is unusual is if everyone acted upon it. You see, we all have freedom of choice. And so you may decide that you want to act upon your idea, but you may color it in the way of your life, whereas someone else across the far sides of the globe is taking the same idea and putting it out from their point of view, coloring it so that it sounds very similar, but not the same. And the point of view of that is that we are free to have as many ideas and to display them in such a variety of ways that ultimately we can cause an integration of our 
species as an ascended being that ultimately would be called God. In other words, we are the oneness, we are God, and we are the many parts of God manifested here on earth in the spirit world and in higher forms that we cannot even begin to understand as well as other universes and species that we have no idea that even exist. So what would that mean? That would mean that we hardly know anything at all. <laughs> How many times do you think you have all the answers? I know I don't. I know I'm constantly questioning myself every day. Well, okay, I've discovered this idea and I'm working with this idea, but is this idea really exactly what I think it should be? And often when I start doing something, it ends up being something entirely different. So, you know, is that good? Yes, it's being creative. It's enjoying myself while I'm doing it. I'm stimulated. I'm full of enterprise and I love the joy of discovery. So now I'm talking to maybe the couch potato. You know, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do, I've got no money, I've got, no, you know, roof over my head is likely to be taken away from me, I don't know what to do. Okay, so does the rest of the world. We're all the same. We're all saying what's happening next. And my advice to you is to take a long look at how far you've come on your journey so far. Make some notes, write down all your skills and talents, all your creative artistic abilities. Never mind where you've been employed before or what career you were trained in because right now it might be that you don't want to do that anymore or it might be that you do want to do what you're doing but you want to do it with a different point of view different color different tone different vibration and y in order to do that you've got to let go of the reasons why you've done it the way you've done it day in day out for years and years now that may include you sitting on the couch being a couch potato. Why have you sat there for so long? It's time now to connect. We're all communicators. I have a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't stand up in front of people and talk, or I, I'm afraid to approach someone and ask for a job. Okay, I know we all have nerves, we all have fear, we all have pain, we all have anger, we all have guilt, and we all feel we're failing right now. But that's how it's supposed to be because we are approaching a moment, pause in universal consciousness. And you'll read about that in my book, Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View. If you stop and think about a pause, it's like being suspended on a swing or going on a roller coaster and it's that moment you get up there before you come back down. It's a pause of weightlessness. It's a pause of being. It's a pause of your brain going, huh? And in that moment, there's an emotional joy, a moment of bliss, a moment of self-acceptance, a moment of just being. No control issues. No forcing anyone to do what you want them to do or being forced to do it yourself. It's all about letting yourself go with the energy of quantum entanglement, with the energy of space and time. So let's talk about space. 
Let's talk about your own personal space. How much space do you take up when you sit in your chair? Do you fill it or barely sit in it? What goes on when you move and walk? How much does your body actually spread around you in terms of the space you provide yourself to live in? And how much of your auric energy is expanded beyond your physical space? Years ago, I had my students douse me. They wanted to find the edge of my aura when I was combined with my spirit guides. I was on the seventh floor of a building and they had to go outside in the street to find the edge of my aura. Not bragging this is just something we can all do. If we are tuned to the oneness, your aura can be enormous. At the same time, think about a flea on a plant. You can be that small too. We can condense energy till it's so condensed that it causes a disruption, an explosion of energy, and we let go. And that's what happens when we get angry. We get too much energy, we get dense, we get too pressured, and we explode. And when we explode, boy, do we feel better afterwards because we've let go of energy. We've scattered that negativity out there into the far, far parts of the universe. And unfortunately, so is everyone else. So we get riots, we get things going on that we don't like on this planet, but it's also a part of our growth. Right now, there are many spiritual beings being born into this world who are a new generation of humans, as well as animals, because they're all part of the oneness. So I'd like you to think about how you ebb and flow with your energy, how you go in and out, up and down, and round about with your thoughts and your emotions, and ask yourself, where is the calm? Where is the sense of just being? Where is that pause that you need to allow yourself to have so that as you come back into the world, as you come back into society, you can feel the joy, the excitement of discovering new friends, new opportunities of work, new places to go and be and do creative things. And of course, as you do that, you might have a sense of loss of the old you, a loss of the beings that you had in your life, whoever they may be, animal or human. But, you know, we move on. Think about kindergarten. You can't remember your teachers very well. Think about maybe 10 years ago. Who can you remember that was so important in your life that is not there today? We move on bit by bit, day by day, and every moment is a moment of bliss and joy if you allow it to be that way. Loving people, loving the world, loving the animals, loving the plants and the trees is all about loving yourself. As you give spiritually to yourself the joy and pleasure of your life's existence, understanding and knowing that your life is about change, that your life is about adaptability, that your life is about integration with other people around the world, that your life is about sharing and teaching, then you begin to understand that you're not only the student, but the teacher. And of course, when the teacher needs a student, the student turns up and vice versa. So this is a time of networking. This is a time of meeting people. And I'd like to meet you. I've been asking people to write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. 
And I've also been telling people on my other shows, and you might like to go and listen to them, that you can download my healing meditation from drmargaretrvc.com. Or you can go to my website, www.sumaricenter.com, and download my Manifest Your Dreams free meditation to help you focus on planning your future. Now, at this particular time, there are a lot of things going on. So you need to be out there. You need to socialize. You need to network. You need to tell people what you do. You need to listen and hear that word listen intensely to what people are saying. Because if you're busy talking over the top of them, you might miss some very important information. And on that note, I'm going to leave you to think about yourself and what you want in the coming year because 2014 is the breakthrough year and you certainly want to reap the rewards of your hard work through the years or you want to get off that couch and get out there and start making life the way you want it to be. So we don't want any procrastination, we don't want any frustration, we don't want any loss. Okay, So take advantage of all my shows Download them from iTunes. There's a link here on the website. Go to iTunes and download all my free podcasts so that you can listen to all my shows and hopefully learn quite a lot from me and then take it and share it with other people. I would really, really appreciate that. Now, if you like that reading, remember, contact me. I can give you guidance and direction for 2014. I can tell you what's the next step and what you should be doing or what you should stop doing. So if you'd like to get my help, please write to me. Even though I'm going to be abroad, I'm often away from home. I always have my computer with me and I can always help you. So never think you're alone. Again, Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com. Write to me. Let me help you. If you go to sumaricenter.com, you'll see my reading page, as I mentioned earlier. Don't be frightened by that list. If you don't want to do that, just write to me anyway, and we'll go from there. So thank you once again for listening to the show. So last but not least, if you'd like to be a financial supporter to my show, I would appreciate hearing from you. And of course, if you support me financially, you will get a mention on this show. Normally, I don't have guests, I don't have anything, so I'm making an exception here. So be well, be safe, and please, please do share everything with everyone that you meet because they may be your door opener and you don't want to miss out. Bye for now.